The world can be a scary place, but that does not mean you must give in to the fear you might be experiencing. Remember, it's okay to feel this way. You're not alone. When life becomes overwhelming, use the skills you have learned through running to help you. Break life down into manageable pieces. Live one mile at a time. Live within the present. No matter how you analyze the past, you cannot change it. But by thinking and acting rationally within the present, you can change your future for the better. Meditation has helped me deal with anxiety, and I will leave you some music at the end of this episode to try out. My opinion won't change if you have no interest in it, but it will be there for you to explore. Running has helped me manage stress, but has also introduced me to meditation, an outlet I will have the rest of my life, regardless of my physical abilities. These are tough and somewhat scary times for many of us around the world, but we will make it through with a new perspective and added thankfulness. Sometimes, like during a tough race, we have no choice but to keep pushing forward. So remember, try your best to live in the present, and try meditating if you haven't already. That might help you better manage some of the stress and anxieties you might be feeling now. If you don't feel stress and anxiety right now, Have empathy for others that might be going through a lot. Check out the end of this episode for some music that might help you meditate. And try to stay positive. Try to stay optimistic. I know this is a difficult time for many of us right now, myself included. Stay safe and enjoy this episode. I'll tell you about it when it happened in the race, but to be honest with you, it happened even before the race. It happened in the training. Great cause. Oh, thanks, man. I respect the shit out of that, man. So you keep doing what you do, it, man. Keep inspiring. And that was a moment I, I can look back on now. And uh, that was one of my favorite moments, getting a foot massage by Hayden at mile 62. This is um, a fan of yours, and I'm just calling in to express my admiration. It's Dean Carnassus, the ultra marathon man. Hello, listeners. This is Chris Mako, and we are live and you're listening to Training for Ultra Podcast. This is Anna Mae Flynn, and I'm here talking to Training for Ultra Podcast. Yeah, it's like really, I just need to catch up with Rob. 100 miles is not that far. <laughs> I, I thought it was oh. a joke, actually. It, it is. I thought it was one of your jokes, yeah. It is a joke. Okay. <laughs> okay. So classic. <laughs> oh my God, because literally thing would be like beep, beep, beep. Mother, mother, beep. Mother, mother, beep, beep. Mother, beep, mother, beep, 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 beep. One, two, one, two, three, four. <laughs> Training for Ultra Podcast. I'm Sally McRae, also known as Yellow Runner. Hey, this is Carl Meltzer, the Speed Goat, and I want to welcome everybody to the Training for Ultra Podcast. Welcome to episode 129 of the Training for Ultra Podcast. My name is Rob. I also go by Training for Ultra. But we have a good episode catching up with Catcher Corbett. This was recorded before a lot of these races started getting canceled, just as a heads up. But yeah, I was going to say Candice. Catcher's become a really good friend. I've done a ton of races with her at Candice Burt, you know, Destination Trail races. So always cool to catch up with her. Appreciate her time. And yeah, Destination Trail, if you haven't looked into them already, hopefully a lot of their races will still be taking place. Definitely check them out. They have races of all distances. Highly recommend them. I think they have the best aid stations on the planet. So appreciate their support. 
and I'm really looking forward. I know Moab 240 is far enough out that it's likely going to take place, and I'm just super excited to do it for a third time. It's a special race. Um, they're always looking for volunteers. If the 200-mile distance looks too intimidating, I always tell people either go pace a race or volunteer at a race, and once you get kind of like a behind-the-scenes view on things, it becomes a lot less intimidating. So big thank you to Candace Burt and Destination Trail. I know Catra's actually probably helping Candace right now as we speak. Uh, Candace is doing an FKT attempt. Big thank you to Hammer Nutrition. If you haven't tried them out, feel free to use my promo code, referral code 252888 to save 15% off your first order. Definitely recommend some of their multivitamins right now to help you stay healthy. I know I'm taking all of them right now. Also, a big thank you to Kogala, RA Adventure Light. Really excited to be working with them. They've been supporters of both the TV show, YouTube videos, now the podcast. And frankly, I just really like their light. After using it throughout the Triple Crown, it's almost impossible to go back and use a different light. So big thank you to them and their support. And then last but not least, thank you to Exoskin. You'll hear from Croy here in a second. Big thank you to the Patreon supporters. I now have a new tier. Richard Murray, David Colbert, Meg Collins, Ray Simmons, Brian Sands, Todd Arnold, Pat Patterson. You know, huge supporters. And I did want to give out a quick shout out to best lifetime supporters. So these are supporters that have been around a lot of them from day one, Garrett, Rob, James, Shanna, Joshua, Ruthie, let's see, we have a few more, Travis, Matthew, Jessica, Jason, Nathan, Trina, Chris, Don, Paul, Ray, Dan. You guys are awesome. Try to list out a, a lot more of you guys in the future. They've been helping behind the scenes with idea generation, getting sneak peeks on things, and just, yeah, the show wouldn't work without you guys, so really appreciate it. Hey, everybody. This is Croy from Exoskin. I just want to thank Rob for giving us the chance to uh, come out and talk to you directly. Uh, you've been hearing Rob talk about our products since he ran Moab 240 in our socks and sleeves in 2018. And the thing I'll leave with you is Exoskin will keep you comfortable regardless of the type of event, the conditions you're running in. So it's one less thing to worry about or focus on where you put our stuff on and you don't have to, you can focus on your event. We stand behind every product with 30 day money back guarantee. So essentially you can try our products risk-free. If you don't like them, we'll give you a full refund. Appreciate Exoskin support. Check out the show notes for a really good coupon there and a link to their product. Kogala, same thing. If you're looking for a good coupon, check out the show notes. Let's get to it. This is Catching Up with Catra. I'm joined here by Catra Corbett. We're, we're catching up with Catra. Um, Catra, how, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. You had a, a heck of a race. I recovered. mean. Yeah, are you already recovered from your ten day at across the years? Well, yeah, I I feel like I did. I mean, I would have run a lot more miles had I not had my dogs with me. I was 
watching my dogs. So every three hours I stopped and I had to entertain them. So I knew going into it, I would love to get 400 miles and I did 411 miles and I'm, nice. um, I slept every night, you know, the first 55 hours I kind of went for it because it was part of my birthday challenge. So mm-hmm. I just did the first 55 hours with just like minimal sleep. I had a couple of naps in there. And then after that, I was usually my routine was I would go um, from, so we had a turnaround every six hours. So every six hours I would stop and take the dogs out for like maybe 30 minutes and do stuff with them. So that kind of took time and I planned it to where I would feed them like in between the three o'clock and the nine o'clock break. And then I would usually go until about 1030 every night and then I would stop and I would take a sleep break from 1030 till about 230 and then we would do nice. our turnaround at 3 a.m. So I would I would get up and I would go again. <laughs> Don't ask me why. I didn't need to be doing the turnaround. I should have just slept through. But then I'd go out for another hour and or, or an hour and a half to two hours. And Starbucks opened at four. So I would drive over to Starbucks. <laughs> Are you coffee, serious? Oh, that's awesome. Which was, yeah. Cool. Well, I mean, like I said, I had my dogs with me and I was by myself. Phil came out for two days. Um, but he also did like 66 miles out there. So nice. he wasn't, you know, we were really watching the dogs. So I, you know, I knew going into it, I was going to have the dogs. So just to let everybody know, I had an RV, so it wasn't like I was in a car or a tent or something. So they had a comfy space to hang out in and it was really nice for them. So, you know, they were, they, they were, were happy. happy. They were <laughs> happy every time I saw them. Yeah. They, well, you, yeah. I know you saw me out there with them. I'd have to like take them across the road to go you know, and yeah, you have to kind of, yeah. I, Baxter's a puppy. He's the nine, he just turned nine months old, nine months old. So you kind of got to let him sniff everything because he wants to sniff everything. Everything is a new smell, you know, because <laughs> he came from this puppy mill. So, you know, it's like, you got to be patient and let him do his thing. So I didn't rush him ever. And, you know, Truman, you just say, go pee pee, go poo poo. And he goes on command. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can put him away. But no, Baxter's like, he wants to sniff around and he wants to look at the people and he wants to say hi to people. So, so but yeah, you had so a- I felt, you know, I felt really good. I had, I had my recovery pump boots. I wanted to also say, so in between like twice a day, I would put those on for an hour or two. So I think that had a lot to do why I felt so good after, you know, yeah. and doing, you, you had a really great, and that, that you, made a huge difference. You had like probably one of the best setups that I saw. It was, um, <laughs> it was, it was really nice the way you had it set up. How many times have you done across the years previously? Oh, that was only my second time. So last year I lived out of my vehicle and we just had Truman with us. So last year it was me and Phil and Phil only did the three day and I did the six day and Truman was in the back of the vehicle for six days. And a couple of times I had to leave to go to a hotel. I'm like, I, you know, it got really cold and the, I felt bad for just keeping him inside of there, but he is, he is totally fine with hanging out. Like people were coming over to the car last year and visiting with him and he, you know, he's older and he's just chill. Yeah. But yeah. So what I did this year is I, I rented a RV on RVshare.com. And so I noticed last year, a couple of my friends had RVs and I'm like, did you guys buy, drive these RVs? Did you buy these? And they're like, no, we rented from like online. So, 
when it was getting close, I thought, I'm going to check into this. And so I found an RV, you know, they had many of them. They had even larger ones I could have got for the same price, but I just wanted to get like a 26 foot and um, it was $90 a day. So, and then, you know, there's like a few other taxes and the delivery fee and all that. And the guy lived like five miles away and delivered it to me, sat it up and, you know, told me, you know, what to do. Yeah, it was great. So next year I will definitely be doing the RV thing again too, because it's, it's so convenient, you know, instead of trying to sleep if you're, you know, doing a long day. I was a little jealous. I was jealous. I had a tent and I was (laughs) freezing my butt off one night. Oh, it's cold. Well, I learned last year being in the back of the freaking car how cold it was. It was like ridiculous. <laughs> like, I didn't want to get out of my sleeping bags. I'm like, this sucks. At least when you're in an RV and it's warm, you have a heater going, you can change and put all your warm clothes on and be comfortable once you hit, you know, get out the door, even though it's shockingly cold. At least you're, you know, not like freezing your ass off trying to move around, which is very, exactly. and it, it tends it's worse in a car, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Well, and then so, your, your muscles get, I think, stiff, too. That's exactly what I think part of my problem was, was, yeah, your muscles change when it gets that cold. It got down close to oh, yeah. 30 degrees, maybe even below that, at least when I was there. Oh, I think it was below. A couple of times it was below because yeah. I started my car up in the morning. <laughs> I mean, there's and frost covering my pants. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is yeah. <laughs> glad I woke up because um, I'm not sure that camping bag was rated for anything. Um, but so, <laughs> what what did you learn from doing the six day besides the RV going from six days to 10 days? Was there any like massive change in strategy or were you just doing the same thing for another four days? Well, you know, last year I'd never done it. I mean, I've done fast packing where you sleep and go and all of that. And so that's kind of the same thing. But the hardest part is your, the mental is to stay on the course. So in the sixth day last year, I just had a focus on making sure I wasn't going on and off. And I tended, like, I went out really fast. This is what I learned last year. I ran the first hundred like I was running a hundred miler. And then that affected me later on because then I blew up. And I was tired and I just didn't want to keep going. You know, it was like you had to force yourself out there. So this time I went out much, much slower because I used the first 55 hours as my birthday run. And I just took it easy and walked a lot in the beginning. So my legs were, like I said, they were pretty fresh. Like the minute I would lay down and do my sleep break for a few hours and then go back out, I was running and everybody was walking in the middle of the night and I was running. Nice. When I go back out, so... I mean, did you have any hiccups during the 10-day? I think, and again, forgive me. I did have a few. I had some. Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead. Oh, so I did, like, have soreness here and there. So at one point, like, my shin and my IT band was hurting. So I realized, oh, shit, they have those, you know, because I was like, oh, I want ice. And then Phil happened to be there at the time. And I said, could you, you know, our, the Rite Aid was across the, the uh, parking lot where the RVs are parked. And so he went with Baxter across the street to get me one of those those ice packs that you break open and it gets mm-hmm. really cold. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Kind of like yeah. hand warmers and you break them open. Yeah. And so I had him get me that and the ace bandage. So I put that around me and I just kept moving. So I did that. He had bought me a whole bunch of those. 
and I knew it was just soreness, but I didn't want to stop because I was already stopping for my boots and my sleeping. So when this, when I would have a, a like a soreness, I would just strap one of those on and keep moving. And it definitely helped. People are like, oh my God, are you okay? And I said, actually, I, you know, I would do two loops with, you know, two miles with that ice pack on then the the coldness would go away and it would be fine. So you'd like, like numb it down enough. Soreness, wherever I was having like, yeah, and it was something. fine. Yeah. There was no more soreness. So yeah. mentally. So it happened like three, three or four times. Interesting. Yeah. Cause that was but the, that was the update that I saw where I was like, oh no, that's not good. Um, no, I, I wasn't injured. Because it looked, it was it looked like worse than that. maybe it was. Yeah, and people thought that. And I said, no, I said, I'm simply just icing, but I'm moving with the ice on, you know, with the cold pack on. That's smart. And instead so of laying there, there, you know. Yeah, so yeah. It to- I swear by it. So I'm going to put those in, like, drop bags for the 200. Nice. You know, just have nice. them in a few places or have my crew have them because it, it worked great. I mean, I cannot tell you what an awesome thing that was. So how did day eight and nine feel relative? You got to put this in terms of someone that I've done four days of running at Moab at one point. How, how is it comparable mm-hmm. to like a Moab 240 or a, another 200 that you've done? Because that's a long time of, of well, just constant going. The 200 milers, we're not sleeping as much. We're yeah. not sleeping as much, you know, you mm-hmm. don't get as much time. And this is just, a matter of how much time you want to be out there. So it's not like you're having to get to your checkpoint at a certain time or finish, you know, you don't, you have less time to finish those kind of miles. So in the multi-day, you have more time to get to where you need to go and you're just going in a circle. So it's, you know, relatively much easier, but mentally it's harder to me. Like I'd rather be dropped off and say, Okay, here's your trailhead. Go for ten days over that direction. We'll yeah. See you down there. You know. So, but it's physic- physically, physically, like having the sleep and everything, your body felt like it was probably easier I, easier than a Moab two forty doing ten day, but mentally doing yeah, the same loop for sh- was like boring as hell. For sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you know, and I was listening to music, and I was talking to people, and then I was like. Do, you know, thinking in my head and, you know, I was like, oh, I forgot my i, uh, my iPod or my iPhone headphones because they have, you know, I have the, whatever this is, uh, 10, 10, iPhone 10. So it doesn't, you know, my iPod has a different plug. Otherwise I would have been doing uh, like true crime podcast. Okay. And I didn't want to do that all out loud. I, I did in the middle of the night, I put it out loud, you know, on the speaker but I didn't want to be interrupting anybody with like the, like these stories of murder and people getting murdered and killed. So, so it was, that keeps your mind like pretty sharp. And there's, I found, I forget the lady's name, but there's two, these two women and they're like comedians, but they do this true crime, uh, true crime podcast. And they're really interesting the way they tell the stories because they're really into it, but they happen to be comedians. So they're really funny when they're telling it. It's weird. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, <laughs> I mean, every time I yeah. saw you, so you were are good out there. you you were in a good mood. I mean, I felt bad saying hi to yeah. you every time I, I saw you because I was like, I'm going to annoy the <laughs> shit out of this woman. Like, <laughs> no, um, not at all. Okay. That's what I love about that that type of racing. That you you know you could see the people that are focused, and I still say hi when we do the switch round. You know, yeah, and you know I'm always saying hi to everybody. I 
you know, I choose to be out there, so I better be in a good mood. <laughs> so it's like I put myself out there for 10 days, you know. So. Yeah. And to back it up, too, we, Truman and Baxter, were in the wedding, too, on New Year's Eve. So we had to take time out for the, the wedding at New Year's Eve, and then we celebrated, and then we all did the one-mile walk, and then I was in the, the wedding ceremony, and so. Who got married, I took a lot of breaks. I, I wasn't invited to the, the Tracy wedding. Tracy and Sally. Okay. Cool. Oh, everybody was. Very so cool. Tracy, Tracy and Sally from Marvelous Mud. So they make a lot of the amulets that people wear, you know, and yeah. mugs and different things. So, yeah, they, they own uh, Marvelous Mud. So th- both of them got married. And so Truman and Baxter wore, wore sequins uh, top hats and little sequins tuxedos. <laughs> <laughs> that was, okay, so. Yeah, you missed it. I yeah, yes. I, did, I didn't get there early enough. Maybe maybe next year. We'll see. Um, I'm definitely going well, to try to make. I, I'm going to make it to across the years next year, I think. Because I really, really like the race. You, it was awesome. You should do the sixth day. I, I might. Do the sixth day. I might. Yeah, seriously. Um, what was I going to say? My, the uh, it's biggest, a, biggest a different sm- challenge. You like to challenge yourself, so it's a different challenge. I... I I don't need to be talked into that one. <laughs> Six days sounds awesome. Seriously, no, I'm I, I'm definitely going to make it to that race. But what I was going to say is my the biggest have an smile. RV. Rent an RV. Rent. <laughs> I I am going to get an RV next time. I'm going to copy your. I'm going to steal For your sure. space. <laughs> That's my spot. I I'm use that spot that two years spot. in a row, and I will always have that. That's a perfect spot right there. You know, it's, I just like it on that corner for whatever reason you can, you can park next to me. It's All okay. Right. <laughs> deal. Deal. Um, yeah. Biggest smile I had during the race was coming around, just kind of in flow, not paying attention, trying to push my pace. You saw, I was kind of pushing the envelope a little bit and, uh, you had a pack on and which, which pup was in your, your pack? Cause that was Oh, uh, that it's, was Truman. That was Truman? Truman, I think. The, the yeah, well, unless it was the black and white guy, the black head is Baxter. So Truman, it must have been Truman because I only did Baxter in the pack once, and then Phil, when he came on board, he would carry Baxter when I'd carry Truman. Oh, so it cool. had to be Truman. Yeah, that was that was just it, it was hard not to unless smile. Unless I had Baxter at that time. I mean, anyone <laughs> carrying a, a pop, yeah, people like in their <laughs> in, pack. <laughs> And Truman loved it. Yeah, well, specific dog pack, yes. So the deal there is they are so fantastic, and they allow me to bring them out there, and they just, you know, it's part of the um, the park that you can't have dogs out there. Plus, I mean, it's in the way. I would never want anybody to put their dogs out there. People could trip or whatever. It's a looped course. So with that said, they allow me to put them in the pack, and I, you know, do two miles in the morning and two miles at night with with Truman and that's what we did last year, you know, cause he's not in the way and he gets to see everybody and everybody gets to smile and, you know, say hi to him. And so it was cool. They did let me go the last, I'm really glad I saw it. Do the last loop with him. Cool. Very yeah. Cool. It's so, so it's a specific made for the dogs. So, and I'm glad I actually have those packs because that way they can be part of it too, you know, without was, being on the course and interrupting anything. Truman was just so. looking around, smiling, like he's having time of his life. He does. He loves it. 
Yeah. Well, think you about it. If you're like only four inches off the ground, like when you're up high, you get like a, a nice view. You yeah. Know? It's like you're looking at everybody's feet most of your life. His tongue so, is hanging out probably yeah, longer actually, than half his body. Yeah, um, he has a long tongue. <laughs> he does have a long tongue. So switching gears so, out yeah, of he, across the years and I'm – Definitely, definitely going to do my best to to make it to at least one of those races, and I'll only do one race this time. Um, yeah, we're we're <laughs> that spending was too crazy. I was like, I was gonna, I was going to do both of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, lesson learned there. Um, we get to spend yeah. five hundred and seventy miles of racing together at some point, probably uh, in twenty twenty this yeah, year. Yeah, we're doing which, both. Days. So we're doing yeah, the three thirty, uh, California Untamed, and then Moab two forty. Moab two forty, isn't it hard not to do Moab two forty now? Well, I've done every single one of them, so that's why I'm doing that one, and, and I'm volunteering at the other two just because I've done the Triple Crown in both you know the last two years, and I want to give back. I just feel like it's something that we should all do, you know, if we can. Totally. Totally. Not everybody can, but I can. So that's why I'm going to work both of those races just to give back. So. I think the the day I retire, if uh, Destination <laughs> Trail is still putting on races, will be like almost a whole year of volunteering at every race. You remember the couple that did that in 2019 that volunteered at every yes, I do. event? They were totally awesome yeah. and giving me shit by the end of... Uh, the triple because they knew uh <laughs> they they gave me shit because they're like are you actually going to start moab 240 on time or do we have to wait 40 minutes for you um which i thought was kind of hilarious <laughs> but so the 330 are and i was i was giving you shit about the 330 are you really going to tag on an extra three do you think make it oh, 333 yeah, well, try to go well, it'll be longer than that if I summit Shasta. But right when I finish, yes, I'll do another three miles for sure. And are you? What's Shasta? I'll just is do that like an out and back? Is that um at, at like after the finish line you go up the mountain? Yeah, but like I'm all bad water. Today. <laughs> I want to sleep. Yeah. yeah. So I'll I'll try to. I know Ben is going to do it, so I just need to see who in my group wants to go up and take you know be responsible for me. <laughs> 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 oh, we lost catcher yeah, over the depends. mountain. Yeah, I mean, because we. Yeah, no, we don't want that to happen. So, but I'd like to. I mean, I've been reading up on it, and I know Ben is going to do it. So, you know, he'll be finishing. So way you guys are going to peer so pressure me. I was, I'm going to be peer pressured into this. I yeah, you should read up on it. I mean, it's like <laughs> something I've always wanted to do. When I hiked the Pacific Crest Trail, I really wanted to summit shafted that year but i talked to some of the guides and they're like there's not enough snow up there it was a um, a drought year it was really dry and they said it's too dangerous because of all the rock fall you definitely want snow up there because there's a lot of rock fall interesting and you can get that's how people get injured yeah, yeah it's so, really dangerous so yeah, yeah i gotta read more up on it what? i mean i have crampons and all of that stuff and ice axe and after 330 miles there's yet, nothing <laughs> nothing more i'd like to do than get some crampons going <laughs> Um, so you ran the whole 330, is that right, for the film, or no? Just segments of it? No, we just were there just, yeah, we just sections of it. Okay. So, no. But, 
but we are actually working on designing a course here in Bishop that I don't know if you kind of see me posting about it. Um, me and Ryan are coming up with a course, and so it's going to be 333 miles. But he's going to have a 222 and a 111. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll be no, 2021. That is pretty cool. 2021. Um, so me and him are actually going to run the whole course that we come up with, but obviously we have to wait till spring to run sections over towards Mammoth and go up to White Mountain Peak and because we're going to try to use White Mountain Peak, which is a 14er. It's the third highest 14er in California, and we would do an out and back on that in the race, which is pretty cool. <laughs> right? Yeah, Ryan's been super nice. I felt horrible that I couldn't make it out for that video. Um it turned out awesome. Yes, we missed you. It turned out awesome. Yeah. Seriously. Oh my god, it turned out so good. Those guys are talented. Yeah, so good, that. and the area is yeah. so amazing. Yeah, they are. They really are. Sparrow Productions, I think it is. But uh, the area is so beautiful. I can't wait for you to see that area. He's putting on some other races up there, so I'm going to go do a, this is Shasta 50 miler. I think it's in June. I'm going to go up there. Cool. run that so that way you know it's out on part part of the course and i want to go do a a little bit of training like a two or three day training sash up there so mm -hmm. awesome yeah i might i might fly in and do yeah. western states training uh the training weekend um just Camp. for fun i mean it sounds like kind of a party down there yeah it's, uh, fun. it's a fun it is it's a fun training camp i did it many 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 years ago i used to do it and I've already but, booked my yeah, flights into. I, I booked my flights directly into Eureka, which is kind of a cool, cool flight. I mean, direct from Denver. Apparently, you can fly right in there, and then oh, it goes right into there. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, because Arcata is where the race starts, but Eureka is not that far from there. I don't think. Yeah, we'll have to all all plan it out in either uh, camp nearby. I'm sure Ben will have his super luxurious setup that we'll all be jealous of, but, um, I'm trying to think anything else. Uh, so after the three thirty, what do you have in between until Moab two forty? Cause I'm, I mean, God, if I get into Leadville, uh, this is going to be kind of an ugly year for me. Uh, cause I'm doing UTMB in between. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Congratulations I'm getting in. I just never, I've never applied, excited. So, but I should probably. You should. Yeah. yeah. Um, Chamonix is worth, worth the trip. Um, oh, do you I know. Have... I, would, I have tons of friends in France. So. Oh, you'd love it. Um, do I have stuff in between? Yes. What, what do you have? I'm going to do uh, a, fast, a fast pack with my friend Charlotte. So she did the JMT. She came out from Canada last year and after uh bigfoot we did the jmt and so this year um she's like i want to do a trip and we were going to do the tahoe rim trail but i want to do the yosemite to tahoe trail and then the tahoe rim trail and link them up so the yosemite to tahoe trail is about 185 miles and then the tahoe rim trail is 175 miles so we'll link them up together that's awesome and do those trails as a fast awesome. pack. yeah so yeah, she's like, I want to do something where we don't have to carry the bear canister because it's through <laughs> the JMT, you have to carry that. Yeah. So once we're out of Tuolumne, we don't have to carry that. So if we head out towards Sonora Pass, we are can, you are you thinking about um, the bulky things? Orcas Island at all? Have you has that thought crossed your mind? I am. Yeah. Yes, it has, and I have to look at the date because um, it's in May. April. 
Yeah, uh, April or May. May. Yeah. Mm. I have to look because I have. I think I have a seventy-two hour race in May. I haven't looked at my calendar, like written everything down. It's but, hard because it's um, in the middle. I do middle. Beyond Limits Ultra, which is a seventy. Yeah. It's in the middle of the week, thinking, but no, yeah. I think my seventy-two hour race is uh, in April. Okay. I mean, in uh, yeah, I think it's in April. Beyond Limits Ultra, which is near Idlewild, up in the mountains, near past LA. So hmm, I might. I'm, I'm looking at it. Either I'm that, tempted. or maybe I'll go and volunteer with Screwman and and Baxter, and maybe do like a short, right, one of the short races. I think she has other races on there, and then volunteer for the remaining of the 200. Right. I'll tell you what. I thought, like I thought Bigfoot's, <laughs> Bigfoot's vertical, you know, gain was a lot. And yeah. Orcas looks like it's this has more. <laughs> putting that to shame. It's like 60,000 feet. I know. 60. <laughs> I know. Um, I know. So, like. I know. I'm, I'm not messing around if I sign up for yeah. that one. That's like, that's some street cred right there. <laughs> 60,000 feet of gain. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. Well, let's let's stay in touch. And again, we got five hundred and seventy okay, miles. Sure. So hopefully, we'll get well, to share. Well, I'm sure we'll have more. Who knows if we both do Orcas Island? That'll be another two hundred. <laughs> and then across the there. years for six days. Why you'll, not? You'll be sick of me by yeah, exactly. end of across the years. All right. Well, have a good night. Thanks. Uh, no, we'll thanks for uh, catching up. Congrats on the fifty-five our birthday run that you did and the 10 day uh, across the years and yeah just yeah. i'm excited to to follow along for 2020 and let's stay in touch and that was episode 129 i hope you guys enjoyed it big thank you to the show sponsors hammer nutrition destination trail kogala exoskin and big shout out to you patreon supporters really appreciate you guys big thank you to Katra for taking so much of her time hopefully we will end up seeing each other at quite a few races this year and as promised here is some music to meditate have a great week try to stay positive try to stay optimistic that's all we can do be safe out there see ya